the System Save Me podcast shares how business owners navigate their way to success through processes, systems, and routines. Your host, Jordan Gill, is behind the scenes of top business owners who travel the world while earning six and seven figures a year. There's a method to the madness. It's called systems. So let's get down to business. Welcome to episode number 84, where we're going to be talking about getting to know yourself with human design. And so for all of y'all who are a little woo or a lot of woo, you're still going to love this episode. I was first introduced to human design by this business owner that I'm interviewing, and it's truly helped me create products and services. It has helped me with the types of workflows that I should be doing all based on my human design, which I'm a projector, and we'll get into that um, in the interview. But first, if you haven't checked out my amazing event, the System Save Me Summit, it is not live anymore, but you can still get free access to uh, some videos. So go and check it out if you're looking to build more systems and processes in your business. Uh, Go to systemsavemesummit.com. All you gotta do is put your name and email in there. Real, real simple. Now, if this is your first time here, welcome. If you're a regular, fantastic. Either way, we'd love it if you left us a review on iTunes as we love hearing from our listeners. And if you don't want to miss out on the next episodes, be sure to subscribe or go to systemsaveme.com for show notes and freebies. Now, let's get ready to dive deep into human design. Hey, guys. I'm so, so excited for you guys to just embrace all of the magicalness of this guest that I have on today. Uh, Katie, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm excited. Good. Yeah, me too. Me too. So go ahead and tell everyone a little bit about you and your business. Sure. Um, So I am, I call myself a soul mission coach, but basically what I mean is I help people get really clear on who they are, who they are authentically, say the truth about who they are and the way that they act in the world and the way that they feel drawn to show up in the world. And essentially that is your sole mission is to just be whoever the hell you're designed to be. Um, (laughs) And the main system that I use for that is called the human design system. And it is a system that is one where you get to see your energetic blueprint. And it's different from any other system in that everybody has a completely unique design. There are certain types and it breaks out, but when I get one-on-one with you, it's completely unique to you. And it really um, changes the way you operate in your life once you have that information. Yeah. Love that. Love that. And I've gotten a reading done and it was super amazing and helped me understand a lot of why things weren't working or why things were working and all of the intricacies of who the heck Jordan is. So, um, so we're going to actually be talking a little bit about your client workflow for these readings and how you prepare your clients for them. And then also how you send them off into the world, um, to be their amazing selves. So kind of describe, um, what it was like maybe when you first started doing these readings and you maybe didn't have a system in place for it yet. Yeah, so um, I'm going to reference my human design throughout talking about this because it kind of also reflects back what happens when you learn your human design. Yeah. So um, in my design, I have a lot of starter energy, but I'm also a projector. So being a projector, I wait for recognition and invitation in, t- in the way that I grow my business. So there's a lot of unknown 
in my world. Things show up and I'm like, is it for me or is it not for me? And I've studied human design for the last 10 years. I've probably done hundreds of readings over that 10 year period, but it's never been something I was doing on a regular basis as part of my business. It was just this thing and I was obsessed with it and I needed to know what other people were and then I would end up giving them a reading. (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) I had a VA business where I really supported people in their technical creative back end and that turned into, I need to see your human design because there are things that aren't working in your business and I think it's um, an alignment issue with the way you're actually designed to function. So I need to see that. Mm -hmm. Um, and then that led to all of a sudden my clients were sending me their clients to do readings with. So I found myself doing, you know, a handful of readings every single week and it came out of nowhere, which is the way that my life creates itself. (laughs) (laughs) And so I just found myself redoing a lot of things over and over again and not managing my time the right way and not understanding like how depleted I was going to be at the end of a call, even though it's something I really enjoy doing. So the before scenario was just like, I almost think about, I don't know if you've ever worked at a restaurant, but I almost think about like rush hour when you're a hostess and like the crowd comes in and you're just like making the flow work. And then at the end of it, you're like, okay, we could do that better. Yeah. (laughs) Totally. I think that's a great visual representation of what <laughs> for sure. So then kind of what finally drove you to put a process in place? Was it the fact that your clients were then sending you, sending you their clients? Kind of when was the breaking point where you're like, all right, sister friend, let's put a system in place? Yeah, the point was it was happening consistently enough from enough different sources that I saw like a new, there's a new pavement happening in my life. Like this is going to be an ongoing path. It's not just a spurt of activity. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I, what I know about my human design is I'm a projector and I'm a mental projector, which means I have no motorized energy in my chart. I'm really not designed to be doing a lot of work. So I create as much automation in my business as I can because, you know, because you're a projector. That's why you're so great at what you do is because I don't have energy to waste needing to chase people or chase myself or anything. (laughs) Chase yourself. (laughs) Um, So I put in my, you can book me system, which I'd set up for other people who were other kind of quick starts like me who did not, who weren't going to do a lot of follow up themselves. Um, and so I put that system in for myself and connected it with the stripe so that I would have the payment processing happening as part of them booking their appointment. And so I wouldn't have to chase for payments afterwards or have anything weird happen. Yeah. Um, and then they, a client will put in their birth information and give me a few questions or I ask a few questions, which is basically, you know, what kind of clarity are you trying to get? What are you struggling with? And sometimes people don't know. They're just like, I'm interested and I want to have a reading and it looks like you do good ones. (laughs) Basically. (laughs) So then I created a, um, a form, a reading form, because I discovered when I was doing so many readings at one time, that there's a way I approach a chart that happens the same way every single time. So I turned that into a worksheet and gave it to my project manager and said, okay, you're going to get, you can book me appointments. 
I need you to fill in all this information from someone's chart and put it in the calendar invite for me, link to it. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then, so that was working really great because I got to my sheet, my analysis sheet, and I could spend an hour with it. I was spending about an hour and a half when I was filling it out myself every time. And because I'm a quick start last minute person, like right. that, <laughs> that was like a crazy hot mess, me trying to fill in all of these details before I put myself in a calm state of mind to take in someone's chart. Yeah. So that was a million times better. And it chopped off about a half an hour of my prep time that I do right before a call. So good. And then what I discovered was I hadn't put enough of a system in place because people want their recordings. Right. And I was saving them on my computer through Zoom. And I have the starter gate of the project management energy in human design. I be- you don't have the whole thing. Do you have the closer energy? I think oh. you might be the other side of that. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, at any rate, yeah. so I have the starter side of project management which is why I've done project management in the past, but ended up hating it all the time because I'm actually just good at structuring the beginning part. Right. And I never want to look at it again or follow through on the own on systems I create for myself. I don't even want to follow through on them, even though I know that they're they're a good idea, which is why I hired my Rochelle because she has the 42 and she loves to finish things. Perfect. So then I automated the zoom call part. And I had Rochelle start scheduling the Zoom calls, putting them in the calendar, like sending an additional reminder to the client. Yeah. And I set up the cloud on Zoom so that they automatically uploaded and she would get notified. It doesn't even go through my email. Yeah. She gets notified and she sends the recording to the client. That's so good. So all of that was based on my human design knowledge knowing that I would break systems, knowing that I wouldn't have the energy to follow through and knowing that um, I need to have a lot of reflection and calm time in my day in order for me to be able to show up for my clients and that I can do one a day. (laughs) That's it. Cause I like, you know, part of the design of any projector, particularly a, a design that is as open as mine is, we projectors are designed to, I actually just thought of a new way of explaining it last night. We reflect individuality. So we take in somebody else's energy when we interact with them and we come to know it deeply and we reflect it back to them. So after you do a reading or probably it's this way when you do like, when you map up someone's project management system, you're done because you've been processing their energy for that entire time. And it's energy that's not natural to you Yep. and it has to drain out. Yep. A hundred percent. And so that's why it's even important as well that I don't have to do work afterwards at all. Like it's like the call is that day and then I am (laughs) tapped out. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) So it is, yeah. And why I can only do so many per month and all of that stuff too. So it's, it's been really helpful to understand that because otherwise you're just bringing in all these people's energy and you had no, I had no idea anyway, why I was feeling so crazy was like, <laughs> because, especially cause I had multiple clients at one time. And now that I do intensives and, and 
VIP weekends, it's I'm focused on you and I'm taking all of your energy in this time frame. Mm-hmm. So it's it's been so, so much more helpful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but and I would love for you to kind of explain the different, you know, manifestors, manifesting generators, just kind of go through. I know you've been talking about projectors because that's what both of us are. Yeah. Um, but kind of I don't know, briefly do an overview of kind of the other um the other types. Sure. So he- Like I said, everyone in human design has their own unique full chart. But if you think of us um, coming out of wholeness, if you think of us individuating out of wholeness from an energetic point of view, um, the way I call it is like, we're like thought, we're like God's thoughts. We, we are out of the mind of God. So we're an individuation of that wholeness. And if you think about that first breaking off, there are four categories, five, depending on who you talk to, categories of energetic beings when we're looking at human beings. So the first main category are generators, and they represent about 70% of the population. And they're called a generator because they can they have constant energy. When you think about backup generators for Walmarts and things like that, yep. that's what a generator has in their body. They have energy to keep the lights on, to keep working, to doing things, and it's doing energy. Um, And they're really here to not just be worker bees. They have things they're meant to do, and they have energy to work on that. Um, And their, their challenge is learning to go with their gut. That's the term. Where that comes from is our generators, and it's very uh uh-huh or uh uh-uh is kind of like, what a generator gets. And we're all taught to make decisions from our head, like we know best, but the truth is none of us are designed to make decisions from our head and we like really don't know best. Yeah. <laughs> Not in an intellectual way. Right. Um, and so the next main type are the projectors, which we've been talking about a lot on this call, and they're 20% of the population. And they're here to guide and direct the energy of others. But it's not necessarily um, in a, uh, I'm going to tell you what to do Mm -hmm. kind of way. It really is, like I was talking about earlier, we see people. And we help people see themselves. And in that interaction, and that's why projectors often end up guiding, is because we are observers is um, the job is, is we let people see themselves and how they should be functioning for themselves. We help people access their own authority and their own truth. And we say, this is right for you. This isn't right for you. And I don't want to say a good projector, but a projector who is getting really in alignment with their design, when they say that to someone and they've been invited into that situation, it's totally heard. It's not like you're bossing someone around telling them you can do this or not do that. It's right. just you're speaking truth to what they already know that yeah. they've forgotten. Yeah. So that's the other side of it. So projectors are here to guide and direct the energy of primarily generators, but it can be a manifestor relationship as well. And we don't have that generator center in us. We don't have the backup energy like Walmart. It's not what we do. Um, you might think of a generator being kind of a doing center. And also manifestors will be a doing center. We're more like awareness centers. We don't actually produce stuff usually. 
We're not here to build houses. Like we might imagine a house or we might be able to say this layout will function really well for the people living here. Yeah. Um, but we should not build the house. Um, and we need to be invited into that situation. And so that's where most projectors like totally get messed up is nobody tells us about the recognition and that we need to be invited. And that's the biggest gift that most people get when they learn human design if they're a projector is yeah. to realize if I just sit in my own integrity and express in my own integrity, I don't have to go chase people. I don't have to go grab people. I don't need to be in that. And people come to me. Yep. And I've been doing that my whole life. And that's why I'm exhausted. And that's why I've pushed away so many people. Because the projector aura goes out. And it gets noticed. Yep. So if you're putting it in a place where it's not invited, it gets reacted to very strongly. Yeah. Um, the next main type are the manifestors. They're about 10% of the population. Um, and they are... They are creators in the sense that they create from within. The rest of us have ideas that come through. We have inspirations that happen. But the outside world is almost, I say, I say the outside world kind of is the way God or spirit speaks to us mm -hmm. for the rest of the types. For a manifester, it's internally driven. They don't get a confirmation from the outside world. They don't get recognition. They don't have the gut thing happening that responds to the outside world. Mm -hmm. They are being impulsed through into action. Yeah. Um, and they're kind of going out. We'll get back to that in a minute. But they are, the, they are historically in like a big timeline, the, like, um, the emperors, the kings, the nobility. They yeah. take they would take power. Um, that's not a healthy manifestor, but it is the way that it was like, it happened. And a healthy manifestor will lead the pack. They'll act out of their impulse. They'll make big impact around them. They'll move really quickly and they'll pull other people up with them. And they'll see other people and they'll support people around them. That's what a healthy manifestor looks like. Mm -hmm. But they're never ever given permission to just run fast. And that's what they're meant to do. Yeah. I was thinking about the different types of light. I'm going to describe a light for each type. Yeah. Um, for four reasons. And so I would say like uh, a projector shines and we're like a lighthouse and you can see us from like far away and we shine light onto the darkness and we help guide ships in that way. A manifester is more like bursts. Like if you think of a star shooting through the sky, like mm -hmm. they burst energy. So they have this really big, strong creative force. It births it out into the world and then they need to rest. So that's where manifestors get really screwed up. One, nobody tells them it's okay to, well, they don't need to be told. They get right. shut down their whole life because people are like, whoa, that seems dangerous. <laughs> Right? Yeah. Like, cause if something were going to burst in your room, you might be like, whoa, yeah. like, I don't know about that. Right. And that's yeah. the way people respond to the manifestor aura. Um, so they get really shut down, particularly women because just mm. historical context. Right. Um, and so their challenge is learning. I can run fast. And if I don't run fast and do what I want to do when I want to do it, then my life doesn't happen. And I'm an angry kind of asshole person. 
Like yeah. <laughs> that's how it shows up. <laughs> um, and then reflectors are the final type. They're 1% of the population. They're, this is going to make no sense if you've not looked at a chart, but I'm just going to say they don't have any defined major energy centers. And so they are what their description is. They reflect back the collective. Mm. So because they don't have any definition, they're constantly sampling what's happening in the collective. And they have historically been like the oracles. So that's why they're only like 1% of the population. Yeah. Do you have like anybody like famous or somebody that Sandra Bullock? Uh, I love Sandra Bullock. <laughs> yeah. Sandra Bullock. <laughs> I actually have had a lot of reflectors in my life. It's kind of weird. I think it's because I'm a mental projector. So like uh, I can probably help them a little bit more than other people who have more definition. Yeah. Because a mental projector is as close as you're going to get to a reflector Gosh. in any other type. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they're very cool people, and they're like they're usually pretty much taken care of by the people around them. They just kind of flow with life, but it can be confusing for them, and they need to pay attention to like moon cycles and planets because they're getting affected by the collective, right? Right. Um, so it can just be really confusing for them if they're getting deeply conditioned and in a place that doesn't feel good for them. They think that's them, so mm-hmm. they just need to be in environments that feel really good. And when they're in environments that feel really good, the support shows itself through the community. Yeah, that, that totally, totally makes sense. I know. Yeah, I feel like reflectors are just like these people that like are just floating around. And I just, I haven't actually, well, not that I have asked a whole lot of people what their human design is, but I just would be curious to know who in my like personal life or personal network is a reflector or if I even know of anyone um, that is. I'm sure I do. Um, Ashley Hogan, who does the goddess moon stuff, oh, okay. she, she is a Perfect. reflector, oh, okay. which I love. I love giving yeah. her as an example because she was already doing all of this stuff with the moon cycles. Yeah, so sense. she was already really tuned yeah. into that, um, energy already and using it to create in her life. And that's exactly how a reflector should be created. Wow. That's really, really cool. Um, so going back to business, and, um, and if people want to, um, check into human design and all that stuff, you know, we'll get to where you can find Katie in a hot second, but I'm going to finish up with a couple of the last questions. Uh, the first one is what was your best financial investment in business? Okay. So I thought about this before the interview and I'm like, I can't decide <laughs> if you have there two, are two. You two, there are two, they're <laughs> interconnected. That's why I couldn't decide. So the first one I did, and this is a really good type of program for a projector in particular to do, was, I think it's probably the biggest investment I've made as well, was in a a speaking program. So it got me in front of a, was a speaking coach, but it was also a group program. And so it helped me develop my talk and my story. Mm -hmm. But through that, projectors are really good at being aware of other people. And I teach projectors how to come to know themselves, but it's not quite as natural for yeah. a projector because of the way our aura works. So being in that setting and it was shine your light. So it was very much like be yourself. It wasn't like I'll make you into a top speaker. It was like, right. I'll help you find your voice. Mm-hmm. And so that's very important. I think yeah. for any type, no matter who you are, go to people who are going to honor who you are. Cause there's 100%. everyone's lying. <laughs> it says there's one system or one way to do it. Like right. 
be sure you're working with people who honor you. So this was that kind of environment. And so there was so much reflected back to me that like, like that group, like loved my fashion and loved like the unicorn stuff and loved the really bubbly part of Katie. And, um, I mean, I didn't think people disliked that, but I didn't know that people really, really were attracted to that as part of like the transformation I offer them. I didn't know that that was like an ingredient of it. Mm -hmm. So that got reflected back to me. And then the other part of that, which I, which is a new business investment, but I can already tell that it was a really good investment was my photo shoot. Yes. Which reflected that whole new, that, um, a synthesis of Katie an expression of Katie because it was a very creative experience. It wasn't just like headshots. It was like, I want to like show the essence of, of who I am and what I stand for and what I represent. And I've gotten so much good feedback on that. Those pictures were bomb. I was like, (laughs) I like, if I did that, I, I would look crazy. But the fact that it's Katie in a unicorn costume, walking the streets with an ice cream cone. <laughs> I'm like, this is so amazing. And it totally <laughs> is just a kudos and helps people understand that if you show up as your, like who you are, like I am attracted to you because I mean, yes, unicorn costume and all that, but just that's who you are. And I want to be right. around people who know who they are and aren't afraid to show up as themselves. Right. So totally. That stuff is huge. Yeah. I love that photo shoot and speaking sort of yeah. uh, group program. Cool. And then what was your worst financial investment in business? Yay. Um, <laughs> <my> <laughs> <laughs> it really was good. It was contrasting. It was, um, it was doing Facebook ads mm. and it was like, I was new in my business and I think I dropped like a couple grand yep. and like didn't get any results. And I still wasn't totally like, I still wasn't totally embracing Katie. Yeah. So I had this conversation with myself, I think it was in January or December, mm. but I just like drew closets that I needed to come out of before this new, (laughs) none of them happened to be a gay closet, but I don't, you know, but I was like, I feel like there are all these closets that like I need to come out of that. I've been thinking that like these people can't, like, I was like, I had like a new age closet and unicorn closet and a Christian closet and some other woo closets and like business woo closet. Like I was like, I got to come out of all of them. And if they can't handle that, I'm all of these at the same time, then like, it's not cool. So at the beginning of my business, like I was still very much thinking I had to hide so much of myself Mm -hmm. to be taken seriously, to be, um, legitimate to be all sorts of things. And so I did all of these Facebook ads following someone who, you know, had the formula and had the secret and I followed like the directions exactly and spent a lot of money on a session with her as well. Um, and it just wasn't appropriate for me. She's helped a lot of people, but I wasn't, well, even that was a really good investment now that I think about it because I didn't get a damn thing back for it. Like, (laughs) you know, like, even, um, that's the best thing about investing money is because you can actually see where your returns on investments come from. And that's such a powerful way to learn what your success is because, you know, success leaves clues, but it's not other people's clues. It's your own. Totally. Totally. I, 
I think it, it really is important. And even, you know, worst financial investment, you know, it always is still even a learning like lesson. It isn't, you know, this is the worst financial investment and, and nobody should ever do this for their business or whatever else because it didn't work out for that person. Um, I, I think it's important again to just keep coming back to just how you are created and how you are supposed to show up in the world. And sometimes Facebook ad works, sometimes it doesn't. Like I know for me, like Facebook ads, I'm just getting back into. But um, yeah, at the beginning of my business, I was just like follow line, like with Facebook ads, thinking that it was just whatever. And I'm not supposed to be do. I am not supposed to be doing them. Um, <laughs> so um, you know, taking that inventory and and deciding what I want to do with it and all that stuff is important. So I, I think that's good that you you touched on that um, in your investment stuff. So, uh, okay, where can people find you online? How can people get readings? All, all the interesting stuff. <laughs> sure. So we have, I've got katiefizzy.com, and that is K-A-T-I-E-F-I-Z-Z-Y. Um, and that has a really good intro class to human design on it. You'll see it when you get on the homepage and it's like, find out my divine design. And then there's a whole little video and it gives you an overview. So that's a great thing to go to. And then, um, oh, and there's also a a guide for you to get to know your type after that. Mm. And I don't ask you to opt in for any of it because I'm never going to email you again if you opt into a list. (laughs) And that is part of knowing who you are. (laughs) I kept having people opt into lists and I never emailed them. I was like, it's dumb. (laughs) Um, So instead of the list, you can join my Facebook community, which is the Unicorn MBA. And MBA, MBA stands for a master's and being in alignment, being in alignment with who you are, with what God is for you, with where energy is for you, and just really getting integrity with, with that and, and learning yeah. to play because that's so much what the human design experiment is. That's so much yeah. of what's happening in the world now is like, if you can't play around and like, be like, oh, I screwed up. That was kind of funny. And now I'm going to keep going. <laughs> like, you're never going to discover yourself. I know. I, I totally, totally agree. And play is something that I definitely have struggled with um, because I'm such a just workaholic. But um, I think that it really is important, especially like I struggle with anxiety a lot. And so when it comes to those flare ups and stuff, I recognize that I just need to go out and move and shake and like, just like literally get the energy up physically. This is why I'm doing this. Yeah, Uh, no, I fluff my aura. That's what I call it. (laughs) That's what I'm going to call it from now on. Fluff my aura. I love that. That is amazing. So everybody come join Katie's group in Unicorn MBA. I'm in there. A lot of cool peeps are in there. Um, And just really, this is just all about celebrating who you are and showing up who you are, um, which is something that I think not not enough people are talking about. Um, And so, yeah. Thank you, Katie, for coming on the show. Yay! Thank you. I'm so excited. Thanks for listening to System Save Me. If you want to get the links to anything we talked about, go to systemsaveme.com. Have a wonderful week and I'll see you on the next episode.